Welcome to the Grace to Conquer show with me, your host, Kara Foote. I'm on a mission to help other women and mamas understand the difference between all the truths and lies we have been taught by the fitness industry and social media. There is so much info out there and so many different options, companies, and products that it's hard to know what to listen to and who to trust. Look, I've been there, and as a personal trainer in nutrition, I've also been a part of the problem. I'm so thankful God came alongside me and gave me the vision to stop what I was doing so that I could help others like you find freedom in fitness through faith and truth. Come along with me on this journey, discovering how to truly nourish and help the amazing bodies that we live in every day. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Grace to Conquer. Today, I just wanted to post a little bonus episode for you because I have heard so much talk in regards to um, opinions and facts or feelings, everything, you know, in the news in regards to COVID. And you know what, as a fitness and health professional, um, as well as a business owner, obviously, you know, this type of thing uh, makes one really wonder how, um, you know, we actually consider our bodies when people talk about, you know, it's our choice, our body, our choice, and we want to do what's best for our body. And yet I can't help but wonder how many times have we put french fries and cheeseburgers that are probably not the healthiest things into our body. So unfortunately, you know, I don't appreciate it when people come at these arguments like that. For me personally, I mean, I believe that we need to do what's best for ourselves and make that decision on our own. I don't believe that we should be forced unless, you know, we're greatly impacting somebody else. Um, For instance, you know, if you were to have uh, a loved one who could, who you already know could be severely impact, impacted by COVID, um, then, you know, obviously if your choice wouldn't have been maybe to get a vaccine or wear a mask, but you do so for the sake of that person that you're around because you want to do what's best for them. So in that sense, I, I believe that we need to take certain things like that into consideration not trying to get into this whole political talk. Actually, today I wanted to specifically talk about the ways in which COVID has helped my business because, um, you know, for me, I (laughs) not only did my husband and I have a business that actually has boomed through COVID and we've gotten a lot of questions in regards to that. How are you able to not just run your business, but grow your business during COVID. And I started a podcast as well as uh, went back into more coaching and training because I was able to step out of our other financial and insurance business to be able to do that. And, you know, it's, it helped me on so many levels and get more comfortable with Uh, social media and all of that sort of thing. So there's a lot of ways in which my businesses have grown because of COVID. First off, my business grew because I was forced to have to essentially focus and not go so many places, do so many things, 
And because of the kids not being in school or school sports, they were all home, although it was more difficult in the sense of they weren't quiet, which is why I stepped out of our other business, which forced my husband to basically do everything since we only had one area in the house, which is our bedroom where he works from, um, and it forced him to be home and also focus. So twofold things, since we have multiple businesses. With our insurance and financial business, my husband used to run appointments in person in people's homes, and so he could no longer do that. And so he would just make a phone call and originally started doing Zoom appointments, and then the carriers that he worked with as an underwriter allowed them to just do a phone call instead of laying eyes on the person to make sure that they were, you know, as healthy as, you know, we could tell like they said they were. So that helped a lot because it cut down on travel time. And then he was able to cut to the chase faster, which meant he made better use of his time. And of course, he started working, um, you know, a better set schedule. And that really actually helped our business grow in that sense. Also, my own business grew because again, Zoom was amazing. I was able to do classes over Zoom, fitness classes, and then also um, participate in different ones. A lot of us coaches got together and had more fun um, across, you know, different states being able to basically get together and do classes together, uh, you know, usually like a one hour, um, you know, I think it was more of like an AMRAP and as many reps as possible type um, fitness things. And then I had one friend that I even made during the whole thing because she was doing, uh, like Tabata style workouts. And so I started following her and we became friends and, um, I think she's an amazing person. So that's another thing is that when you're forced to not be able to have as much, um, in-person communication with people and do as many things like church activities and all the different little things that kind of make you feel like you're worn thin. It's all the commitments and maybe that's more of an issue of boundaries where, you know, people can't um, say no to certain commitments. But even the the few that you do choose to say yes to, when those are all eliminated because there was nothing that you know, we could do. It was like we were home and that was it. I did all my grocery shopping online and um, would go and pick it up, you know, and then things like that. I mean, we didn't go anywhere. And the great thing about that is the people that are truly your friends or, you know, that you're trying to uh, maybe build with or get to know better they are the ones that um, you keep up with or that you would get to know better in that type of situation because although um, from all for one, you had more time, but although you didn't see them face to face, you actually made an effort or they made an effort. And so those types of conversations were more sincere, more deep than all those other little day-to-day things. So you know, the follow through, of course, was a lot better on both of our businesses. So that's another area that we grew and improved on. Then another area for me where I definitely grew 
was I, I'm 41 years old. I haven't, (laughs) I've, I've, you know, obviously when I first started this podcast, I was 40. And when COVID first hit, it happened, like everything closed down right before my birthday when I turned 40. So I was 39. And honestly, as much as I felt like I was okay at technology and computers, not good at social media at all. Definitely not good at speaking or doing a video or anything and definitely wasn't going to do like TikTok or I think back in the day it was Musical.ly. And, you know, of course, then last year during all that, um, Instagram started doing reels. So with all that, and, you know, that was one of the awesome things that I found in working with my first form family is that they really help you try to get out there on social media because especially with the the dynamic changing last year with COVID and well, and it still is, you know, more things became online. And so a lot of us as trainers went from being in person, which is why I really wasn't doing a lot of training because I, I didn't have the time or ability to do that. I didn't feel, but doing it online, what it was just such a game changer. It's just a, a concept, you know, like a lot of people out there have apps and things like that. So I could grow more in that sense. And then, like I said, I was able to actually learn so much with all the training, um, the things that uh, First Form helped us implement as coaches to be able to grow ourselves and to be able to challenge us to you know, read self-development books every day, um, still maintain a schedule, you know, nutrition, macros, fitness, all of that. So that leads me to another thing that really helped me during the setting of COVID, which was when the gyms closed down. And at the time that that happened, my husband and I were going to the gym at about 4.30 in the morning. I think the gym opened between 4 and 4.30. So that's usually when we would be there so that we could be back in time to, you know, make sure everybody was getting up and getting off to school in time, getting breakfast and all that sort of thing. So that happened and it forced us to, you know, start utilizing and and gaining more things for our own home gym. But then also I started getting out and walking again. And I'd had, I'd been able to walk, of course, before, like when we did 75 hard in 2019 for the first time I would walk every single day for 75 days as our outdoor workout however I hadn't gotten back to running since I'd had my ankle injury back in 2018 which was very difficult for me because I had um, I basically needed surgery and I (laughs) was silly and decided not to go in and get it done so I will probably always live with an extra amount of scar tissue and and a little bit of swelling in my ankle Um, it was, you know, I tore a few ligaments and whatnot. And so getting back to doing that was great. And here is one of the reasons why instead of just listening to music, when I would go out, I started listening to podcasts. Now, mind you, almost all of us have the ability to listen to podcasts, which is what you're doing now. And I just never seemed to find the time. Even if I was driving, I I listened to music, not podcasts. So, and I I listened, actually did have um, Audible. So I I used to always listen to books while I was driving. So I don't know why I never listened to podcasts. But during COVID is when I started listening to podcasts. And that's when 
I started really reevaluating what I was doing um, and even going um, into the fitness uh, field again, being a personal trainer and coach, I started realizing there is more for me out there and trying to question what it was um, and really praying about it. And, you know, through the pod, main podcast that I started listening to, I, I had two primary ones, one by Andy Frisella, which is, um, you know, a really good podcast, very different from the other podcast that I listened to, which is by Stephanie Gass. Stephanie Gass is a podcaster who helps other people start podcasts, actually. And listening to her, she actually is a, she calls herself a self-proclaimed clarity coach. She helps people and she, she does. She definitely has a gift to help people figure out what their calling is. Well, I didn't go through all of her classes. I did go through one of her mastermind groups and it was a lot of money. I invested quite a bit of money in myself because what I, I do know is that to grow, you need to invest. And oftentimes to make money, you're going to be investing money and to be able to grow. If it's something that you can't just do yourself, you're going to be investing, you know, time and effort, blood, sweat, tears, you know, all of that to be able to grow. So I did invest in her at some point, not for the clarity coaching, but for helping uh, as I started my podcast and how to kind of get it out there and start marketing more. And I kind of did that preemptively because I had started my podcast, but I had no clue what I was doing. And I know it's only been, you know, eight, no, it was nine months since I technically nine, almost 10 months since I started my podcast, but I've definitely changed and, and come a long way. Now my editing is the same because I don't edit. I sometimes will press pause or sometimes have to go back through and re-record things, but I don't go back through a whole podcast and take things out. If I don't do it right then, like because of the dogs barking, so I don't rewind and then <laughs> start over right there, then I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm also not going off of notes usually or outlines or any scheduled thing. I'm sharing with you what's on my heart. And a lot of that, again, came back to the training that First Form really helped us with because they really talked about needing to be on social media, like your face and talking. So not just posting a picture or typing things up, you have to actually talk and engage with people. And by doing that, it was really uncomfortable at first. The first few times I did anything like that, I remember re-recording it probably five or 10 times. It would take me an hour to do like something that was like 30 seconds to maybe a minute. And then after, you know, a couple of weeks of doing that, I just finally was like, you know what, I'm sick of looking at what I say. So I'm just going to video it and just post it and be good with it. And so a lot of that helped me as I got into podcasting as well, because I could just talk and not overthink it and not go, is this what other people want to hear? Because you know what? You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So if you're somebody that is meant to hear my message, that's, I'm hoping and I'm trusting that it's going to get to you. And also, you know, if it's not, it's not. And <laughs> I, I don't over, I don't, I don't overthink that. And I know a lot of people do and they try so hard to, or they spend a lot of money on having, um, to edit, edit it and then have somebody that, you know, does it for them or post show notes. 
I don't always post the most detailed show notes and sometimes I need to add more, but a lot of times I'll just press publish because I just want to get it out there so that you guys have it. And also, you know, I'm not freaking out if I don't get two or three podcasts a week. Uh, there have been a time like time or two recently, <laughs> for instance, that I went about almost two weeks without posting or publishing something. And I know that you guys understand my life is busy. And COVID really helped teach me a lot of lessons when it comes to that and how family is most important. And I think if anybody could agree with anything when it came to COVID is I, I believe it helped families. Um, it, it either made or break us. I didn't say that right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you either got closer or it confirmed that something wasn't going to happen. You know, I know there were people that got divorced during COVID because they were forced to be home together and they just couldn't. And um, of course, for my family, it, it was challenging. Um, I had my moments where I thought I was going to go crazy. And I, at the time, had a counselor because I was trying to get more tools in my tool belt for being a stepmom. And so I also, you know, you know, she gave me a lot of ideas and just was there as a sounding board and there as kind of like a friend without me venting to my actual friends too much <laughs> because we all tend to do that and COVID was no exception for that. But overall, my business and my husband's business just grew. And I think it's really important to see how, you know, that can happen for anybody. You don't have to go through COVID, to, you know, and, and be stuck at home to be able to grow like that. The important thing to take out of that is that sometimes if, you know, obviously we were forced to essentially do everything a certain way, but it's good to realize that there are other ways to do things and for working from home it can be done and it takes a lot of discipline. There is a learning curve there, but obviously when you don't have a lot of time and if you don't have anything outside or any income coming in from outside, there you better make that learning curve a lot faster and buckle down and focus and just put your head down. And one of my mentors uh, for my podcasting too said, when you're choosing something, don't waver from it. So choose what you're doing and then put your head down and just do that for like six months. Set that goal for you. You just put your head down and you just focus on that thing. It has been so hard for me to do that with podcasting and with my other coaching business because I'm also helping my husband with his business. So for the last six plus months, I have put my head down and just thrown myself into starting up my new business. And now that I'm getting going, I'm starting to like want to go back to helping him. And it's so hard because there's this voice that says, no, focus, 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 keep pushing. And like, you're almost there. Like, I know that there's going to be like this breakthrough or something. But at the same time, there's like this voice that's like, ah, oh, now's a good time to be working, you know, in the insurance and financial business as well. So at the moment, I'm almost kind of juggling two, which is why I decided to develop the program. And, you know, the very first one, the pilot uh, one is going on now. It is going to be available to the public very soon. This one I made for a select group of people to try it out and get their feedback. And that way I can tweak it. And it is all about balancing. So it's it's about, it's called, I should say, creating balance in your busy life. 
And, you know, I even though we slowed down in a sense because of COVID, because my husband and I were had a business at home and because we had the kids, it was actually way crazier for us than when they're at school. And it's been easier for me to start stepping back into our other business because of them being back at school. But it is possible. And that was an awesome thing to find out last year is that it is possible to run these businesses from home with your kids and still maintain some sanity and still have a clean house for the most part. A lot of it has to do with letting go, but it's also possible to still maintain your fitness and still maintain good nutrition and also still grow, you know, as a person, self-development wise and mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And then also to, like I said, to have that schedule. So in my program, there are four weeks and the first week is focused on your home and decluttering and that sort of thing. Because especially if you're a mom, (laughs) you know, especially if you work at home at all in any way, shape or form, or even if you work outside the home, if you have to bring work home, but what is on the forefront of our mind, usually cooking and cleaning. That's just how God built us to be. And so we it bugs us unless everything is clean. At least that's how I am. And that's how a lot of women that I know in business are as well. So that is the th- first thing that we focus on because I don't want you to focus on anything else if you can't get that out of the way with. So I give you tips and tricks to how to do that quickly and effectively. And, you know, yes, it's going to take a little extra work on maybe some weekends and days off just to get things to that to that point where you're good with not having extra that's weighing on your mind when you're trying to get other things done. Um, and then we're going to focus on your inner well-being, which is, you know, your mental and emotional and spiritual health and self-development because it is so crucial that we have that and that's how we maintain balance. And then also we're going to go into nourishing our bodies, nur- nutrition, having a meal plan, how what it takes to do that, meal prepping, um, just prepping snacks and healthy foods so that you can have them readily available. And then also, of course, not only will I give you guys sample meal plans, but I also incorporate some shopping lists and things like that. And I have a lot of tools in every single week that you guys will be able to utilize on your own. You can download it and use it or you can make up your own. Um, And then, of course, we're going to go a little bit into fitness because a lot of people tell me, how can you do all the things that you do and still find time to go to the gym? And it is difficult, but it is possible. So those are all things that I want to help you guys with. Um, And I didn't want to make this too long, but I want you guys to know that is about to be available. Signups are going to be starting very soon for the next class. I still have almost three weeks left of this one. So in three weeks, the next class will start roughly. And I'll put a start date on there and then start taking signups for that. Um, So it will be something you can kind of self-lead yourself through and there will be that uh, possibly have a mastermind group. Um, If you choose to do that, it might be a little additional cost there or you can go through it self-led because I am making it in the style of a course to make it easier for you as well, including videos and like I said, all the things that you need to download and just help you go step by step through that process. So at the end, you know how you have the tools to give yourself a good schedule that you can follow that helps you have that balance in your life, in your home, so that you're not stressing out all the time. 
I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you on the next one.